0: Hello and welcome back to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where we discuss all the movies that have tits, decapitation, cocks, balls, blood, all that kind of fun stuff.
1: All that kind of yes. fun stuff.
0: All that fun stuff. All I am your jazz. host, Ryan Snyder. I'm back Hi, with Ryan. my co-host.
1: My name is Gabriel
0: Mara. Hello, listeners. How are you? I think they're doing great. And we brought so. back for a three-peat, uh, this is uh, part two of the crossover and mm-hmm. yeah, doing your other podcast. I just did... The other one whose name we do not remember. Yeah. So, nope. welcome back, Mr. Danny. Danny. Mr. Gonna...
2: Danny Billy. Danny. Re- I don't I really say Danny. That sounds weird off the tongue. Yeah. Daniel. My name is Daniel Reichel. Daniel William Reichel. Uh, co host of uh, Slow Readers, another Top Gaunt radio show. I hate your co host on that show. He's what? the worst. Yeah, he's awful. Yeah. yeah. You really confused me for a moment there. I was like, I was like
1: what? <laughs> it was too <laughs> serious a tone.
2: Yeah. Like, whoa, I, th- I thought we were friends. No, I fucking hate that guy. I'm going to stab him in the heart twice. <laughs> Great to be back. I'm a real Steve Martin now because uh, I'm here so often. It's mm-hmm. like I'm a host. Like You're also Balton. a Steve in Urkel the, here very yeah. often. I'm also a Steve Urkel. People think he's the main character, but he's not. You know? No. Mm-hmm. How? Did you a do that? Trick. Real creep, that guy, you know? Just real creep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Just like you.
1: Just like oh, Daniel. Pff. Damn. Okay.
2: <laughs> this is how it's going to start. Uh, yeah. You're on my this, podcast now. This, this <laughs> now, but...
1: <laughs> now the microphone's on your other foot. Yeah. Sure. We'll go yeah, with that. I thought
2: so. That works out. How are you, Danny? It's yep. been a while since I've seen you. I'm fine. Yeah, been I know, right? It's been a while since I was here, guys. Uh, literally, uh, hats off. No, hats off. That's, no, not, that's not the right one. Oh. Yeah, first off, take your fucking hat off. This is my house. No, I'm kidding. Um oh. no. No, I mean, like, uh, in all honesty, I feel feel like I literally just, like, left here not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm back already. <laughs> back already. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's crossover solid... week. It's, yeah. it's crossover week. So, yeah. Too bad we couldn't do this at the same date, though. because Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, we had a lot. Time and demands. Yeah. Time and demands. Which is the same thing today, of course. But, um... But, uh... But, yeah. I, I wanted Originally, I was thinking that we could do this... We could have done this on Tuesday when we uh, recorded Slow Readers. Is that I was actually... Slow Readers? What's that? Uh, you never heard of it. Forget it. Okay, i um, about it. Don't bother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to actually switch uh, hosting uh, gigs, where essentially I would be hosting Sex and Violence, and oh. you, Ryan, would be hosting uh, Slow Readers,
0: just to see what that would be like. What about Gaby? What about him? You, you would be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an like, all-time Somewhat. pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're the pitcher. You're the little, little bit of magic in these shows.
2: <laughs> oh, you guys. You bring yeah. the... I'm a bit of sparkle. <laughs> you're, the, you're the
0: Rumpelstiltskin
2: to our... let's Rumpel Foreskin.
0: Mm-hmm. Rumpel- Give me Ooh, your child. Give me some gold. Rumpel Foreskin, wow.
2: Yep. That was yes, a uh,
0: Mrs. Doubtfire
2: reference. Is it? <laughs> yes. Oh, I was going to say, that's a good punk band name. Rumpel Foreskin?
1: Yeah. Let's, let's do it.
2: Oh, we we'll
1: do it. Okay. I was also making to think that since next week we're having our one of our last guests on Slow Readers, we're going to be doing Tony and Susan. I was kind of like thinking of suggesting to Ryan that we do that adaptation for Sex and Violence because the movie version of Tony and Susan is very sexy violent.
2: Yeah, and it's... Uh, spoiler, kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, have we not
0: seeing it, right, yet? Ryan? Oh, is it Nocturnal Animals? Is the adaptation? Amy, yeah, yeah, Amy Adams. Oh, really? and a, mm-hmm. a I Jacob. watched about like a half hour of it and then I went to bed. But, but the half hour I watched was riveting. Yeah, um,
1: keep that one in mind. Actually, because if you can't think of another solid choice for sex for next week, because we will be doing Tony and Susan for slow readers.
0: Okay. I'll... Put it up put here. in the, the, the
1: put in the, 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 in the old memory palace, the, the
0: noggin blender. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: highly recommend it. It's kind of great. In Ryan's speed rack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll do this in the speed rack. My movie speed rack. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an Went interesting concept. Went there next concept. to
2: Looper. Yeah. Oh. Looper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a second, I thought, I thought you meant Jumper. No. No. What? No. 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 no, no. So I'm, I'm
0: ashamed to admit I saw that movie in theaters.
2: It was
1: great. No.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, you saw it to please a girl. Uh, yeah. There, yeah, you there you go. go. Hey. Fully
1: justified.
2: Yeah. Justified every time. Hey, yo, Paisano. 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 So
0: what did we watch today? I don't know.
2: Oh, Who's introing it? I, I intro. I'll intro it. So today we watched Okay. 1997's uh, LA Confidential, a date that I'll no longer forget because it lost to Titanic at pretty mm-hmm. much most of the Academy Awards that year. Yeah, we were yep. bitching
0: about a lot of the... The <laughs> things that happened the that the injustices.
2: Year. Yeah, well we like,
0: there's no reason Kim Basinger should have won that. Yeah, Absolutely well, not. That's gonna Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, I'm here for you. I'm a big supporter.
1: <laughs> I wonder yeah, why yes. why she won best supporting for this. Like what was the politics going on it, like, it... it's not like Kim Basinger's always been this like Hollywood darling. She was just kind of like, and do you think it was kind of like a, like a Meryl streep kind of thing? Everyone's like, Julianne Moore's performance is so great, she's going to get nominated 50 million more times. So we're not going to give it to her, we're going to give it to Kim Basinger, who's never going to get nominated again. I did look this it's up. Kind of like the, um, the Eddie Murphy thing about Dreamgirls? Hmm.
2: I, I, did the, uh, I did look this up uh, because I forgot what else Kim Basinger was in besides Batman mm-hmm. and... The Getaway? The Get was in The Getaway? Yeah. Nice Guys. And The Nice Guys, yeah. Oh, nice that's right, guys. I forgot about that. Um... Basically playing uh, a, a nod to what she played in this, mm-hmm. but uh, she she actually took a, like a, a several breaks from acting before she did this. So this was actually mm. she was gone for a while, then came back and did gone this, for a while. which was a very showy role. She was like basically like the lead thing in the marketing. Like you yeah. would see, like the image of her looking like Veronica Lake mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the poster, the classic movie, like the actual theatrical poster, which is hideous. Um, what massive like what do you call this mid shot? Yeah, yeah, medium mid, shot. Medium shot of her. Uh, smaller picture of uh, Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. V- smaller picture of Guy Pierce. And in the back, Teeny
1: with... tiny Russell Crowe.
2: like full body Russell Crowe with the shotgun. And like literally, if you look at the picture, maybe we should bring this up. But um, uh, we'll Instagram it. Russell Crowe is Ryan's
1: wrong... now on Instagram.
2: Yeah, yeah, I saw
0: that. Um... I'm not even twenty four hours on. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna follow you back. I did it already. You were my first follower. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, But
2: yeah, like little tiny Russell Crowe is literally the size of one Kim Basinger boob. It's actually it's a pretty ugly cover. I think this
1: might it might be a throwback to Hollywood because even back then, back Veronica Lake, she wasn't a big star for very long, but she was the it girl for a few years back in classic Hollywood times, mm-hmm. and she was famous for that hairdo. So I think people even now recognize that hairdo because if you look at a, any nearly any Veronica Lake movie that came out mm-hmm. on the cover, it's almost always her and her head and her hair, even when it's not when she's not starring
2: in it. I, I, I guess so. Well, you well, know what? A,
0: an actress turning in a less than stellar performance as Veronica Lake is still an actress giving a less than awesome performance.
1: Yeah. So, I do so, like, The Oscars, it's all, it's all a show. I'm
0: going to stop short of calling her a hooker. But...
1: <laughs> Makes you think of like Jennifer Lawrence for Oscar for Silver Linings. She was... She was really good in that. Third. I never watched it. She was it. fine. She, was, she didn't deserve best actress. It, the
2: movie wasn't ter- the the last third of the movie wasn't very good. Last but, third of the
1: movie was terrible, I think.
2: But she was actually really good for the first two thirds. Yeah, um, she gets
1: one. She gets one acting scene, and that's everyone's like, "I like her. Let's give her the Oscar now." Well,
2: she like, was,
0: she was an it girl for a couple of years there. Yeah,
1: her yeah. stars falling a little was,
0: was, was kinda, kind of a
2: cumulative thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, like I started enjoying her performances, Mystique, less and less.
1: Yeah, she was kind of shoehorned in more and more. yeah Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Who's the biggest star in those movies besides like do you think who is
2: the bigger star Fassbender or Jennifer Lawrence well when they started Fassbender was was actually that's a good point was yeah. Fassbender bigger than Jennifer Lawrence when, when uh, X-Men First Class came out
0: that was 2011 yes. maybe? what yeah. was his big
2: thing before that
0: Inglorious Bastards he yeah yeah, he does. He was no that? It's only small actors. Sure.
2: He, he was a he was an acclaimed actor, but like his biggest role was probably that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. that's for some I'd seen Um, same thing with Jennifer Lawrence. Then I mean, saw Dick and Shane. It, it's kind of like, mm. the, it's kind of a similar thing where I remember. Do you remember? Can you remember that back in 2010? what well, doesn't wasn't that long ago? No. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence was this unknown actress. You see this movie called Winterspawn and You're like, who is that?
0: Have She's seen incredible. No, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's great. literally the greatest movie ever. Um, is that the one that the, the guys. Put on weight for and then lost the role
2: no there's no Gauze no. Gauze wouldn't Gauze ever gain weight for anything is, is,
0: what's the who's, who's in that
2: Jennifer Lawrence Jennifer Lawrence and uh, the
1: uh, woman from the opening of uh, Hell in Highwater, Dale something then I'm, I'm thinking yeah, of a different
0: something bone movie about like a dead girl and I think it's got like Marky Mark in it
1: oh the lovely bones yeah, the, yeah it was, that oh, was what? Gauze wasn't it <laughs> yeah
2: no Winter's <laughs> Bone great movie also That's... starring John Hawks Okay. Uh, no, not that. Uh, Winner's Bone. Yeah. Oh, John hawks Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. It's like literally, see, As it's Uncle it's, Snowflake. It's fantastic. Uncle. Uncle Snowflake.
1: Uncle Snowflake. <laughs> his, his name's Uncle Teardrop, but I mistakenly called him Uncle Snowflake because he's a cook.
2: Uh, a legitimately. <laughs> uh, John hawks John hawks like the other huge, powerful, like performance in that movie, is absolutely terrifying. He's so fucking. Good. Uh, he's. Um, yeah.
1: it's it's basically um a noir that takes
2: place in Ozarks okay so like it's just you Jennifer, had Lawrence, me at Jennifer mm-hmm. Lawrence looking for her uh, missing father who cooked cooks meth uh, and while like basically the police might take the house away from her family to pay for the bond that he bailed on and then, like, various, like, criminal people who, like, she's basically, like, running up to and basically asking in the following how, like, there's the, 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 the community runs yeah. where basically mm. everything is just talk and, hey, don't do that. Don't let people see you doing that, you know. You're doing math, little girl. Great. Uh, written by my bro, Daniel Woodrow.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very nice. Daniel's up like, alias.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, <laughs> I, let's right, let's, let's reel this back. Okay. okay. So, um, L.A. Yeah, Confidential. You want to give us a breakdown?
1: Sure, let's see. For listeners who didn't listen to the Slow Readers episode, mm-hmm. L.A. Confidential is a... It, I wouldn't exactly call it a film noir, but it's definitely a throwback style movie about several police officers in the 50s in Hollywood, all centering around a mysterious massacre at a diner and a smut magazine. It's basically three cops played by little known actors Kevin Spacey, Guy Pierce,
2: and Russell Crowe. Well, uh, Kevin Spacey was at this point an award winner, right? Yeah, he'd won for American Beauty. Yeah. Actually, no, that was actually afterwards. American Beauty after this? Yeah, that was... American Beauty was 1999,
0: I think. Is that oh, true? Oh, I'll fact check. Okay. Check. That's great great great. But what, what was Kevin
2: Spacey's big deal before LA um, Confidential? You suspects. Was it suspects? Suspects and probably some other... Thing. Seven. Seven, yeah, yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Seven was 1995. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember when, when Seven came up, people were like, wow, Kevin Spacey in that? What? There's, a, there's this movie called Seven Out. It's the best movie
0: ever. It's called Tieté 99.
1: Oh, wow, I guess you're right. Damn straight. a time. But like these three cops, all of them very different from one another, one, like some of them have vendettas against each other, one mm-hmm. is a career opportunist, one is a thug, and the other one
2: is a slick Showboy. showboat. A celebrity cop. A celebrity cop. Who basically, uh, he success- he's uh, popular mm-hmm. by basically busting uh, low-level crimes just done by big names. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And it all becomes a big deal about hookers who are cut to look like, like uh, celebrities. And a whole bunch of mystery and Farmer Hoggett being some bad
2: dude stuff. Yep. Uh, I'm going to throw something into Gabriel that only he will pick up. The okay. D- the DDP was uh, Dante Spinotti. What else did he do? He did a lot of, like, Michael Mann movies. Like, oh, basically God. the real, like, HD-looking mm-hmm. uh, Michael Mann kind of like feel. Black Hat? Like, bl- I think Black Hat was him, as well as, I believe, Public Enemies and Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. The other end of that spectrum is this other guy whose name I'm not going to remember right now, so I'm not going to bother bringing him up.
0: What's uh, the other Michael Mann movie that you're, like, real big on? Thief. All of them? No, th- it's Thief. Thief. Yeah. Heat. heat. Heat.
1: Thief and heat. Thief. I just bought, I, heat. I just bought uh, heat on a VHS.
0: Because I saw something with like, Thief when I was with you at the movie store, and you're like, oh, Daniel won't shut up about this movie if it's you start great talking movie. about it. Oh,
1: uh, so. which one won't I shut thief. up
0: about? Oh, thief,
1: okay. Yeah. I'm I'm it. For this something like great. five years, Daniel would say, You haven't seen Thief, right? <laughs> and repeat, I'd be like, Yes, Daniel, I've seen Thief. <laughs> not
2: continuously.
1: No, no, no not continuously. Really but like every but like time s- we see it. Spread
2: out. Yeah.
1: So, Daniel. So, um, let's do so, some wait, rehashing. So, have you seen Thief? No. <laughs> okay. Believe it or not, actually. Okay, you should I've see never seen that. it. It's a great movie. No, I've never seen it. Not okay. once. Definitely not in class. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, for people who didn't listen to the slow readers, Daniel, what is your what is your feeling, or actually, what's your history of LA Confidential? When did you first see it? I know this is your, like, 50 millionth time.
2: Yeah, basically. Um, I, I almost want to say I saw it in theaters, but I don't think so. I probably would have... Yeah, you would have been eight. I've seen worse. I saw... It. Eight? No, no, 97, dude. I was 10. Oh, 97. I'm yeah. 10.
1: Oh, my bad. You know what
2: else was came out in 97 that I saw in theaters? Go to Starship hunting. Troopers. Oh, that's right. <laughs> be yeah. Titanic. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is sort of wrong. I think this is a little more inappropriate and harsh, but, like, even me at, like, 10 probably would have seen this and been like, guys, that's a good movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think so. Either that or I might have just seen it, like, like in, like... PHS on uh, what do you call it? Blockbuster, running mm-hmm. for Blockbuster, probably not terribly far away from there. I grew up just knowing about LA Confidential to the point where like certain certain words just stuck with me for the rest of my life, such as boyo. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I've, been call it, I've been, you've used the word boyo since as long as I've known you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Basically that comes from this. And mm-hmm. uh, two of my favorite lines are done by a little guy named Dudley Smith in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by James Cromwell. Uh, no, a, a, not alive, scallion. AKA Babe. A.K.A. Okay, Far- Farmer Hog, so. A.K.A. Babe. He, he is a Babe. He actually just got, ar- yeah, he just got arrested. I think I said this during a uh, slow readers where he just got arrested again for basically like participating in a
1: in protest,
0: like a PETA. He protest. so he
1: got he got arrested for a cool fight the power reason, not yeah. like doing coke off hookers reason.
0: Yeah, Right. he's a he's a PETA activist. Yeah, apparently I don't know if it's
1: PETA. I know it's some kind of protest, an environmental protest. Yeah, I think oh.
0: I think he's like, like, he's protesting
2: like SeaWorlds and such.
0: Uh, okay I can get behind that but like uh, if he was at like a fur is murder kind of thing I'd be like oh dude I mean, shut uh, the fuck off. Out. It,
2: it's more of a I think it's I think it's fur specifically is, fur is warmer <laughs> <laughs> we've been wearing fur since the dawn of time tell me Ryan if you if you needed to would you wear Pazuzu as a rug
0: you don't well, wear rugs you,
2: you, unless you, you lose rugs? your hair uh, I mean,
0: that's a good point. <laughs> uh, you like know what? What? would you make you a mean...
2: Tom Hardy hat like in uh, uh, Revenant
0: yeah. You know what? No, if
2: God forbid anything <laughs> happens to
0: Pazuzu, Pazuzu the uh, the movie cat, I will uh, I'll turn her into a scarf and just wear it around my neck.
1: you would look very elegant. Yeah.
0: And that'd be so... that'd be appropriate for a cat named Pazuzu. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. That'd be cool.
2: spins all around your neck? Yeah. I can do that. People used to do that. They literally used to wear like like dead animals around, like 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 fancy women would just wear like essentially. A oh, this is just instead. straight up a fox. This is a yeah. dead yeah. fucking animal. I
0: remember that. Veronica um, Lake
2: probably did that too. It makes
0: mm-hmm. me think of Ghostbusters too, with the woman with the the fur coat, and then it comes alive yeah. when she steps in the pink goo, and the, the coat runs away.
2: It's really <laughs> Ghostbusters. It's charming. Ghostbusters. Yeah, but I saw it mm-hmm. back then. Gabriel, what? Ryan, yeah. when was the first time that you've seen LA Confidential?
0: Uh, Somewhere in like years. Whose idea was this? Was this
2: your idea? Yeah. Yeah, this, okay. is, your, yeah, this is your idea, you right? You were okay. guesting on uh, Slow Readers and you want to do LA Confidential. And then I said, hey, why don't we do this for the movie? And I think he said, oh, Ryan already suggested that. Yeah,
0: so, we're doing like, that uh, was my idea. I was like, I want to read LA Confidential because I was watching this a couple weeks ago and I was like, I want to read it. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I could be a guest on the show and then we could do a crossover episode. Because. This is spoiler kind of the greatest movie ever. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, my experience with it came in like probably like sixteen, seventeen, like when I started like finding other like movies that weren't as culty, so uh-huh. to speak, mm-hmm. like higher up there, like Academy Award winners. Mm-hmm. Um, although my my big gripe with it today is that like I don't think it's as good as Boogie Nights.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> so I'm fair. like,
0: what else came out in ninety seven? is Boogie Nights, and I, I like while we were watching it, like. Uh, Michelle Monaghan is here, mm-hmm. and she came out and she was talking about how every time I want to pick a movie, it's I want to so watch Boogie, Boogie Nights. I want to watch Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> I have like six movies i will always asked to watch. In we'll your Speed rack, them yeah. Out. Yeah.
2: I, I've actually never. I've I love Paul Thomas Anderson, of course, uh-huh. but uh, I've never seen Boogie Nights, and I, oh, I haven't seen that in this actual first movie. I don't know if anyone. No Hard eight.
0: eight. I haven't seen Hard Eight. Hard Eight, A.K. Sydney. Sydney, there I was going to say
1: that. I haven't seen Heart Eight, and I haven't seen all the Master.
0: I haven't seen Hard Eight. All the Master. The Master is kind of.
2: Uh, you, sloggy.
0: You go fuck yourself. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit of a marathon. It's, okay. it's
2: like he took the style from Magnolia. that he perfected in There Will Be Blood mm-hmm. and and was like, hey, let's make something that isn't as uh, interesting into a movie. But it's its great. It's a little bit not it's my well-acted. thing. It's well acted. It's Amy
1: Adams, so it has to be.
2: It generally feels like a movie that I'm not smart enough to truly get. It's kind <laughs> of one of those things, but it's like, I'm going to give you credit. I'm not smart enough to understand this. I'm not as analytical to
0: mm, understand yeah. this.
2: But I've heard people talk about it where basically and they, they they just go, "Oh, this is this and this is this." And I'm just like, "Oh. Oh, I see." Like that it. was the oh. movie that pulled me out of my
0: film snobbery actually cuz uh-huh. like I was like ordering even like higher and like you know, if you're a film like, geek, snob, you're going to go through that phase of like, I don't watch movies, I watch films. Uh-huh. And this is the one I was like, oh, I'm going to watch, this is, looks like a great film. And then I got through it, and I was like, you know what, I like movies. <laughs> That's fair, I mean, hey, man. I mean, I'm not I'm not above, like, a, something a little higher art classier, but it, it definitely
2: like brought me down off my... You're not know, the kind of person to watch uh, Tarkovsky's Stalker.
0: Probably not, or maybe, I don't know. Apparently
1: it plays mm-hmm. the background of Atomic Blonde.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I was oh, going to say cool. that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I read that in the, I yeah, the review. Yeah, I'm no. stoked.
0: I come with, uh, anyone want to go see it on Sunday? I'm going to see it. Possibly.
2: I feel like
1: I made some kind of arrangement, but I should be in.
0: Okay,
2: cool. I, I should be in oh,
1: too. Nice. Um,
0: the other thing that came
2: out, uh, comes out, I think, is Detroit, which also comes out this. Oh week yeah. Right? I didn't know anything about that until like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Catherine Bigelow, she's back, baby. She's yeah. back. Her and her and her. Uh, Starring usual Finn. Finn. Starring Finn and it.
0: No, it's not it. That no, was the, the guy, guy who was former it. To be, it yeah. Yeah. Prior it. That
2: would have been a better it.
0: Um, but uh. I don't know, bro. I I was actually when I when we were watching the movie I was looking up like the little factoids uh, I saw that there's a new It trailer out that came out today so I've been kind of like
1: Let's watch it on scratching
0: air. we'll do it for next segment we'll watch okay. yeah because I've been mentioning this mm-hmm. for the past like Four weeks, how yeah. excited I am for it. I'm actually have my it book as well. Yeah, my it's your mic stand today. Like yeah. This massive twenty dollar mm-hmm. trade paperback that I have. It. I, I, almost, I almost bought the hardcover. <laughs> well,
2: I like the new I like the new uh bindings for these Stephen King books. I have the They're mis- very cool. I have yeah. the misery one that looks like this, but it's much cooler. Yeah, <laughs> it's very minimalist.
1: We'll take a picture for Instagram. Yeah, it's cool. Um Ryan, why do you love LA Confidential so much?
0: Um, I'm a big like kind of noir fan and it does have like smatterings. Of noir in it. No, it's I, it's. I like yeah. I like stories about cops. I guess, but like a little bit. Well, I guess it's not like a cop thing because I'm like, yeah, because we just watched *Lethal Weapon* one and two. Yeah. So yeah, no, I love cop like movies. detect cop and like detective fiction's always been interesting to me. And I or I do re- you like, crime so, stories, like crime stories like thief. Yeah, thief. I would probably like it. <laughs> Stop, um, but thief. like the 1940s, 50s, like kind of affectation. I'm very mm-hmm. much attracted to. So it has everything I like. Except for uh, someone who shouldn't have won an Academy Award. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, well, let's yeah. get back to that.
0: Listeners,
1: if you have <laughs> any ideas or any notions on this or any insight, please tweet at us at SNV Podcast or Daniel at Top Gallant Radio.
2: And I do want to point out, listener readers, or you guys are just listeners here, mm-hmm. but uh, don't tell us to rewatch the movie and actually get that there was a really fantastic performance in that. Because we all watched this and we all agree, she's not that good. She's fine. So shut up. <laughs> Julie, uh, she's not better than Julianne Moore in Boogie Nights. Yeah, we that's
0: hundred percent true.
2: Yeah, we should go. Or even Kate Wins. No, no, that's a leading
1: role. As was uh, the old woman. Cause was we were made for old for playing old Rose Old woman playing the old woman. Yeah. Who, old what? Rose. Old, old, old Rose. Like if I
0: was Julianne Moore at that ceremony, I would be pissed.
2: I'd be like, <laughs> whatever.
0: Like Just, I saw your movie, bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw your movie. I like how you look like Veronica Lake. Yeah, mm-hmm. good job. I think the hairstylist actually won that award. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah. she had a great look and everything like that, but performance? Yeah, you
1: know, when they do the they do a funny thing in this that I noticed, they, you know they do the classic halo lighting? If you want to make your your, your femme fatale look beautiful, uh-huh. you halo light her. And maybe it's just because this is the Blu-ray, but I saw a whole lot of loose strands in her hair, and I'm like, <laughs> Feel like someone fucked up here. Fix your hair, Fix woman. your hair, bitch.
2: <laughs> but uh, but no, she's not she's not bad. I would say she was bad in Nice Guys. Not to get not to get too she's far. She's barely away in that though. No. Yeah. But she's really bad.
0: Or she's like flat. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You were as
0: hot on Nice Guys if I remember. It's it's like okay. I oh, I like Nice Guys a lot. Oh, really? I I would, it was just I would, okay. I would
1: say that I casually love that movie.
0: I can't. I don't even. I can't even say I love. it. I love Gosling in it. Yeah. But again, that was a part of my thing. I'm like, actor Crow Russell
2: Crow Crow in it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish
0: um, I had brought this up to him. I wish it was somebody else with Ryan Gosling. Like I'm, I'm not hot on Russell Crowe as his character. I wish there was, I think there's somebody else better he, for it. He, a
2: rougher, dude. Wait, let's talk about that. Because Russell Crowe in this movie also like was a virtual unknown. I think yes. he had like first real exposure to American audiences in this one. Pretty much, yeah. You can even see like his, his, his accent kind
0: of creep in there now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, he almost came into our work. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. I remember now. His agent called and, like, bitched out uh, our hostess. <laughs> I have to go back and tell Russell Crowe that he can't get a spot in your restaurant tonight. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I mean,
0: <clears throat> can exceptions. I know uh, I had
2: a professor who dated Russell Crowe, apparently, at some point. Hmm. Huh. Um, yeah, that was the end of that story. Uh, but yeah, no, he was a little. How did up. that come up in class? Oh, because she. <laughs> and I dated Russell Crowe. It somehow somehow she. Sexual bu- anatomy.
0: <laughs> you will n- none of you will be bigger than Russell Crowe.
2: Well, Australians are criminals. English professor, by the way. Oh. Um, but yeah, she casually brought it up and then, casually mentioned that she had dated some other people who were like big names, but like kept mentioning that how it's no big deal um no big deal
0: guys uh back to shakespeare i mean like look oh, fine, i dated
2: Russell crow and honestly like it's cool to say but i mean he's not anything like like he wasn't like the most exciting person in the world i've known I didn't, have, I didn't have a strong connection with him and then she's like and i did some other men as well but and, 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 sure and, yeah but then we're just like oh that's impressive that's cool. but later on i'm just like Jerry hold on a second <laughs> she's also she's that devil woman who made me George daniel Deronda. yeah mm-hmm. Anyway, mm. this is why me <laughs> and Douglas. Daniel are
1: really good at taboo. He starts telling a story and I just finish it for him. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. We're like an old married couple. We're like a, we're like because we Steve, never have sex. Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin, who frequently have sex, or like Jack Burns <laughs> and no George Burns and Gracie Allen. We're like Brain and John Carpenter's wife, whose name I don't remember. That's from uh, uh, Escape from New York. Brain.
1: Right. Brain and uh, Simp, Adrian that, Barbeau. Was that too much of a deep Ernest, cut? Ernest <laughs> Borgnine and indeed. Adrian Barbeau.
2: There you go. Well, it wasn't Ernest Borgnine. I'm saying Brain and his girlfriend, John Carpenter's wife. Big hair. What's uh, your point about Russell
0: Crowe? Ubers. Uh So. But he's just a bruiser. No,
2: just the fact that like he he was like this massive like actor
0: actor. Mm-hmm.
2: And then at some point he got into like the studio system and just did like a bunch of like really big movies. And then about the time, of uh, there's something before him that even that failed even worse. But uh Ridley Scott's. uh Robin, Robin Hood did. movie. About then, that's when people, re- audiences really like kind of turned off on
0: him. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, he, he, got gained
2: the, he gained the reputation for being kind of a like a lout. A,
1: loud a difficult. A brute. A like difficult. difficult guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: so they had the whole bit about uh, him on South Park.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's my tugboat. <laughs> yeah. I'm going like get drunk fight and the fight the world.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But about then, and then uh, I don't know. Even something for the nice guys, which should be his forte. He's almost playing an extension of his character in this. Yeah. But like down the line, I was line thinking that yeah. that was like, wow, Being it's like him bit. twenty
0: years later. Kind mm-hmm.
2: of, yeah. But like What's even. his character's name Jackson Healy. Yeah. Yeah. He also got yeah. He also got pretty pretty. Not to not to rag it too much, but like kind of fat. Where like even for the nice guys, he uh, they're they're, they're covering the gut a lot. Yeah. They're yeah. trying not to show it well, off. Part of his character, but it's a. Tone. I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's just a big gut. Like, too much who Could be. Um, let me
1: ask you guys since we are ragging on Kim basinger a lot who do, and I think this is a this is an interesting question between the, oh, the heavy hitters in this movie mm-hmm. who do you think gives the best performance in this film Spacey spacey
0: I, I have a bias towards it because he's my favorite character but I think he he makes a lot of really fun interesting choices in portraying that character
2: mm. he does it's a really it another' also... of out of all the the three uh, main, uh, lead performances, characters and everything, very different from how he is in the book. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's it's there. Like he starts out as like kind of the same person, but like right away, Jack Van Sands in the novel, like Confidential, written by James Elroy. Mm-hmm. Um he is like a recovering like addict. He killed two innocent people while yeah, he, hopped up he he on lives drugs. Lives with great fear and regret guilt. and yeah. remorse. Yeah, guilt and remorse, and he's he's seeking redemption, and he's he's. Falls off the wagon, jumps back on the wagon, mm-hmm. and uh, even though he's killed uh, a good two thirds of the way through the film and the novel, he dies like pretty much right at the end, kind of unceremoniously. Yeah, not um, Just like Cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> no, Cyclops died right at the beginning. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, Who's your favorite like, performance, Daniel? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I've always loved Guy Pearce. It, like night, like. There's, yeah, I don't know why Guy Pearce for a while like was like one of my favorite actors for like a couple of years because like there was this there and was... then he did Bedtime Stories Memento. I have no idea what Bedtime Stories is. Yeah,
1: it was it's a really really shoddy Adam Sandler film, and Guy Pearce plays oh. a like oh. sneering like hotel manager bad guy.
2: Cool. Basically, imagine him being like Adam Sandler, you are fired. Ugh, I can't imagine that. It's like yeah. a, a Orlando Bloom and. This is going to sound like a stretch, but Orlando Bloom and the Three Musketeers. Oh. also <laughs> like Tortoro and, like, Mr. D's. In all of his fucking movies. Yeah. Totoro. what happened to you, man? I love Tortoro. Speaking of Russell Crowe being, like, an amazing actor back in the day, what happened to John Totoro? And know, I think he's rich and he's chilling out. He, oh, he did Night Of. Oh, that's right. He did The Night Of. He's still taking, a great actor. Taking over from Gandolfini. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Great movie, by the way. Okay. Or miniseries, oh. where the fuck Yeah, Night it? Of. Just keep my little list here to yeah, keep writing Yeah, write it down, down motherfucker. <laughs> no. Uh...
0: I don't know, guy Pierce,
1: sure. Okay, word. Um, honestly, my favorite is... There's Russell Crowe in this. That wow. I think also, I'm actually
0: happy the way this turned out.
1: Yeah,
2: we all pick a different one. We all pick... Good job, guys. Mm-hmm. Does I this think, all say something about us? Gabe's a brute. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. secretly a brute. No, I think
1: that he... Of um, all he does, you see in his eyes, and they—they they don't say the fucking words.
2: You've become your father. Or he's yeah, he's become the thing that he's hated all. Hates his life. the most because he, even though he's like a dumb bruiser, mm-hmm. he has a real soft spot for uh, punishing wife beaters. Yeah, uh, and, and like
1: he—he—he raises his fist to come at her. Yeah. and he like you see the horror wash over his face, and then he exchanges the rage. It's a great angry performance, full of death that I don't think I've seen in Russell Crowe since. Hmm. I-
2: i don't i'm yeah. not a fan of
1: gladiator i think it's fine
2: Gla- gladiator oh, i don't
1: like gladiator it's a good movie i just don't care
2: about it gladiator has that problem where like a lot of big movies when like they blow up like out of nowhere and it's yeah. stylistically fairly different mm-hmm. like all of a sudden it becomes like dull by like the fifth movie that is just straight up out yeah, like up a color correction and like the third ridley scott movie that keeps trying to be the next gladiator yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah, but it, it was really great. It's really fucking long. That movie's like over two and a half, and a half hours. Yeah. I've never seen it since like... This was almost two and a half. This yeah, is like 2.18. But this yeah. breezes by. It, it does. It, I also haven't seen Gladiators since... Uh, I haven't seen Gladiator since like 2000.
1: Yeah, I, I 2000, watched it on VHS or something. I've never seen it since.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've watched it in the last five years. It's on AMC like <laughs> monthly. <laughs> we don't watch TV. We watch Netflix. No. What's yeah?
1: the Stop. You are the only peer I have who has cable.
0: No, it's because it's free. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, and I just got a letter the other day that's saying they're uh, suspending the free cable in freaking October, so i to get all the juice out of this that I can. <laughs> that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, let's, let's move on I to like maybe the big question for this actual crossover series. What do you guys think was better the two, between the three of
2: us, the adaptation or the original? Uh oh, hold on. Kakao, motherfuckers! All right. This is Slow Readers, your fast-paced literature podcast. I am your host, Daniel. I'm Gabriel, your co-host. <laughs> All right. And we have a guest we'll introduce in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Gabriel... Yes, Daniel? Let me ask you... Actually, let me ask the guest first, who we'll introduce in a moment. Sure. Uh, guest... Uh, which, this is a follow up to our uh, episode of Slow Readers where we cover LA Confidential, written by James Elroy, a little known writer who's actually a real weirdo that we barely talked about. Elroy Jetson. There. He's a fun guy. Look him up. Um, it mushroom? What? Waka Waka Waka! Ugh. Anyway. Your question? Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Who will introduce? Um, which do you, now that we've rewatched the film LA Confidential, uh, do you have any feelings about. Difference between the adaptation and did you like one more than the other?
0: Hmm, uh, they're both great in their own right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, uh, going with the movie. go with the movie. Going with the movie. Okay. Streamlined, a lot more fun. Uh, you miss out some of the the plot beats from the book. Uh, some, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot. Um, there's a few that I wish were in it, but it would just uh, become too convoluted, I think, to film it that way. But yeah. they kept a lot of the, the the spirit of the book alive. But it's fun seeing these characters portrayed and portrayed truly. Yes, I believe.
2: Uh, yeah, no, I was gonna say like some. This is this. I remember before like the movie felt like it was extremely convoluted and complicated, uh, but it has felt like a fifth of the plot that the novel had yeah uh and uh, maybe even less than that it's it's very streamlined but uh gabriel yes daniel co-host daniel william Reichel, of yes. slow readers DW, this show, darkwing duck darkwing duck gabriel you know he's gonna be in the ducktail <laughs> show <laughs> sorry oh Boop. Uh, uh the beep beep, beep 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 what's his name ben schwartz ben schwartz thank you uh-huh. i get him confused with uh um, what's his face tom beanie I can't remember by his Instagram handle Tom Beanie
1: Tom Beanie oh um uh Middle Ditch
2: Middle Ditch
0: thank you (laughs) sidebar Uh, oh new show what's your show called sir oh uh uh, (laughs) sex and violence Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh speaking of TV shows I just saw yesterday a trailer for Happy oh yeah yeah? there's a trailer yeah it's like 30 seconds oh cool Maloney yeah
1: awesome that's great casting what the F is Happy
0: Oh, it's a comic book uh, that's written by uh, Grant Morris, and it was a four-issue limited series. No, and Grant it's uh, a cop turned like hitman uh-huh. who um, he's just an he's an asshole. They say it in the beginning, but Nick uh, Nick uh, Sachs. Mm. Nick Sachs is a uh, is a cunt. <laughs> that's, okay. that's like literally opening lines about this guy I forgot he's he kind wrote of, that
1: for some reason he's I thought a grody it was Ennis. bastard
0: and um yeah, uh, that's that's
1: I think it's because that same artist did a comic for the boys yeah it's Derek Roberts that's why I think it's Ennis yeah
0: um so he ends up Grant Morrison see, by the way the other wizard go yeah, ahead he's the awesome um, there's uh, kids that get kidnapped <laughs> and they all have like you know their own like imaginary friend and the, one of the kids that has kidnapped the imaginary friend actually goes to him and it's a blue like animated little horse that can talk so voiced it's like it's, by uh, it's now going to be voiced by Patton Oswalt in the show who was it originally about, voiced by uh,
1: Bobby Moynihan there you go I always
0: mispronounce his last
1: <laughs> Bobby...
2: name I, I mispronounce everyone's Moynihan. name Moynihan it, it's uh yeah if I didn't hear how it was pronounced more than I've actually seen like the spelling of his name I wouldn't know how the fuck it was pronounced I actually I never knew his name on Saturday Night Live yeah, I was like that guy Drunk that what? Drunk Uncle. He's Drunk Uncle. I don't remember.
0: He has one of his famous
2: bits. Great on okay. Comedy Bang Bang. But, Go
0: ahead, sir. Uh, finish okay.
2: up your show six of advance. We gotta get back to slow readers. That was it. That
0: was it. That was it. Okay. 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 Jesus Christ.
2: Back to slow readers. Back to slow Gabriel, yep. how do you feel about the thing, the, the two movies, the bing, the bone, bang, the book, and the movie? The bing, bam, boom? Yes. How do you feel? Okay. Um, so I mentioned on uh, slow
1: readers that when I, w- I would get a little bored and I decided to start watching speedruns of um, L.A. Noir okay. And I think that's a fun comparison between the two. That I feel like reading L.A. Confidential, which I haven't finished yet, admittedly. Oh, but,
2: wait, how far are you in it?
1: Um, I got like 40, 50 more pages in. I got on Kindle. And oh, so you're like 300 way. pages in or so? Yes, yeah, like that. Okay. And I, I am really enjoying reading it. But I feel like sometimes I don't want to read, which is funny considering that I co-host a reading podcast. Yeah, I know. But I feel like sometimes... I don't want to play a video game. I just want to see it played right, so I can enjoy it for a ride without stressing. So I like watching speedruns of video games or just like let's plays because that's much more amusing to me. But if I want a full, like I wouldn't, I don't want to, I don't want to watch a let's play of like The Witcher or Grand Theft Auto because that's a full experience where your choices matter. You get to live it the way you want to live it mm-hmm. and really indulge every detail. Versus watching a speed run of like Mega Man or something Perfect. or Ellie No More which is a game that whenever I fail at it I feel very deeply embarrassed should, <laughs> which is why I object whenever like Danny or South Park you in South Park and like Danny are like it doesn't matter it gets the same like, thing at the end of the day I'm like no I fail as a detective don't you understand I failed <laughs> that's what matters to me but so watching LA Confidential is like enjoying, relaxing two hours of brilliant detective storytelling, and whereas reading the book is like I'm sumptuously reading details and how he makes this book. That being said, you know I think I might be enjoying the book more than I like the movie. Okay, I think the movie's great. I enjoy every piece of it. I think it's a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. But nitty gritty, I like the nitty gritty of this book. I love the way it's written. It's um, it's so tight and a, like incredibly efficient
2: uh, I wouldn't, yeah, again not uh, to repeat what i said in uh, slow readers it's not written tight it's not even hard-boiled it's it's minuscule blas- min- like minimal almost crude it's like yeah. almost caveman talk it's punched yeah, like in a punch it, to the jaw it's like if uh humphrey bogart believed in like the mythos mm. of the hard-boiled yeah. so much that he became like this like twisted like cartoon of just like
1: like, this happened. Bleh, mm. I would love to see an audiobook we're... of this. If the, I, like, I could oh, yeah, see that's... this being a great like multi-reader style book, oh, that, yeah, I would be really awesome. I, bet, I bet it reads kind of like have kind of someone do the Sid Hudgens hush hush stuff. Yeah, yeah I think awesome. it'd be really cool. I'd love, I'd love to hear this as an audiobook.
2: Daniel, what about you? Tiebreaker. Um, first off, I would actually say that I would love to hear like Russell Crowe read these books and like oh, it, cool. and like that quiet intensity he has here. Where it's, it's or get it's... Or get um, Whispering Chief. Whispering Chief. Oh, I love that guy. Let's talk about Whispering Chief for a moment. Uh, I love him. Back to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at first, when I was reading the novel, I was actually annoyed at all, like, the, like, what I felt were, like, like unnecessary plot strains. It's, hey, do we really have to go into this? Do we really have to go to this? Is it necessary that, as opposed to this film, which had, like, one main, well, two, I guess, with Patchett, but, um, like, mm-hmm. two main villains, but it's really just Dudley Smith, who's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters ever, uh, there's, like, Twenty bad guys. Because let's list of the mo- let's list the the bad guys in the novel. It's Dudley Smith, Pierce, Pierce Babbage. There is Johnny Stapanato, Art the Spain, There are the uh, his two cohorts who in the novel are the
0: co- Deuce Perkins.
2: Are the actual Deuce, Deuce Perkins. Perkins? Deuce Perkins, who uh, was he also one? of Yeah, he was also one of the shooters, um, but he's also like one of like the main shooters. He's the guy who's killing all the prostitutes, including the fourteen year old prostitute. That's a main uh, thing in yeah, Bud story or something. Uh, there is there is a. Uh, Jesus. There's
1: Exley's dad. There, There's yeah. Exley's dad. There is... Who is th- in the
2: book and not the movie. Well, yeah, in the, in the novel, there's this huge subplot of course, mm-hmm. involving, I forgot the name, Dieterlings. Yeah, Dream of the De- Dreamland. Their family, Dream of Dreamland, which is kind of like a Disney Disneyland, park, essentially. Yeah. That also involves Preston Exley, Exley's father, and a third guy. Jesus Art of Spain. Yeah, yeah Art of Spain. There you go. And like, it's all this stuff. At first, I was getting really annoyed at that. I gotta be honest though, by the end, and I finally finished the last 50 pages, which I didn't... Re- do for, good job Daniel for <laughs> I know 50 pages right um, yeah I kind of really like the book a lot more um, and it kind of it almost takes a bit of the the shine away from the the, the, the apple the, the apple there you go no the movie mm-hmm. a bit because look the movie is awesome and it's so straight it's taking something that is honestly I would imagine unwieldy like mm-hmm. if I read this book without seeing the movie I'd be like you can't make that into a movie it yeah would like, it would have to be like a miniseries it's a brilliant
1: adaptation it
2: is it's a, It's one of the best property adaptations I've ever seen
1: I'm running short on time so I'm gonna like put it like let's um, do last thoughts on it which, oh so this has been slow readers oh
2: sorry yeah slow readers uh, uh, bye bye, right, bye. okay bye okay. final
1: thoughts on LA Confidential the movie
0: uh love it if you haven't seen it Uh, go see it and if you you don't agree with me about uh, Lynn Bracken Mm -hmm. being a totally useless character then I'm I'm done with you she was a useless character useless character useless useless actress you should not have have that award give it to Julianne Moore Uh, but everything else great Um, Kevin Spacey great Guy Pearce great Russell Crowe great 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 movie
1: T to
2: B
0: two thumbs way up um, Daniel, final thoughts?
2: I grew up knowing that this movie is fantastic, loving it absolutely since day one. I appreciate it more as I'm older. Um, uh, read the book, though. I gotta be honest. I, it's, it's kind of fucking amazing. It makes the rivalry between the two main characters uh much more intense because yeah. of how brutally they it's are it's almost each other. an
1: epic between the two of them
2: it, that's how the book feels the book is like a crime epic whereas mm-hmm. this is just like a like a like a classic throwback but yeah. like postmodern, extremely
1: stylish cool throwback thing where instead of having it be an epic about two men it's a cool crime story tapestry that becomes a john woo film at the end
2: <laughs> First, what, yeah, f-
1: what efficient fucking storytelling
2: yeah it is um yeah, no, and it also makes some of the the, 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 the resolutions a lot more emotional in
0: the mm-hmm. novel. Mm-hmm.
2: I, uh, so it's really fantastic.
1: Um, I say I love it. So, so let's take a break, and then we'll be back for our last segment.
0: All right. See you in a moment.
2: Hey, everybody. My name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies, too. But the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in slow readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading?
1: Hate it. I've always hated it.
2: Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another Empire. Uh oh. Um, the Sith. Because yep, I knew uh, basically, it. uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my God! This this book is so. Painful. Yeah,
1: I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I know, th- I know what that's like. And surely... Uh... you were
1: in a car that landed in black water. Yeah,
2: I, dude, I know, I fucking killed a. You one fought? <laughs> just, uh... <laughs> you,
1: oh, okay, never
2: mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid, cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read The Giver? You work in a bookstore? And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her, like, just going like, listen, girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right?
1: On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. can game fit Gone girl possess. <laughs>
2: then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles, let's hear it. No, but our one (laughs) run-in with the police. I took a breath to start, I'm like, no. (laughs) No, no, not (laughs) going that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh we're just we're just milk chugging right wingers though. <laughs> milk chugging. And books Into the Water. Pledged Feral to Arms and Magicians. Wise but Ethan from An Object of Beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying Sex and Violence, the hot ass top gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio.
0: All right, and we are back Hello. for portion two. Welcome
1: to Russia Talk.
0: I'm like, I'm like itching like a, a crack fiend right now because I really want to watch this trailer, and we said let's watch it <laughs> on air So let's go ahead and do that. This is going to be the the it trailer that just dropped today. You um, heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Welcome to the trailer part. late. The trailer or, section um, of Sex and Violence. I just got a text message too about it, and like, oh, you hear the fucker's voice. I tagged you
1: on Facebook. Let's do it. So, let's see where we're at. New trailer for it, everyone. When you're a kid. Rolls around you. They think that you'll always be protected
2: and cared for. Then, one day, you realize that's not true. There's a Gone Girl. Gone Girl
1: with a monster? Dungeon. Someone might say that Amazing Amy is a monster. monster.
2: Someone might say that, yeah.
0: Toras.
2: thinks this town is cursed that all the bad things that happen in this town are because of one thing
1: all oh, that sound That's yeah.
2: a ghost conjuring oh, if you'll come with me we'll too
0: Oh, that's creepy.
1: What happens when another Georgie goes missing? Or one of us? Are you just gonna pretend it isn't happening like everyone else in this town? If we stick together. That looks great. Yeah. As always, I'm not big on jump scares, but that looks pretty good, actually. I like, the shots look really nice. Wonderful compositions. Good whites. Good detail.
0: Yeah.
2: That's all. Good audience. No, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I still, I still fucking hate the way that Pennywise looks. <laughs> He, yeah, looks, he it's looks like a little, a, little jarring, yeah. he looks like a character from the conjuring. He yeah. just, yeah. That's... I
1: mentioned it before that my favorite thing about the Tim Curry thing is that he doesn't look like a scary clown. He's just a fucking clown in the sewer, which is scary enough as it is. Yeah, yeah. That,
2: that's the terrifying thing, the fact that you look in the storm grate and there's just a clown going,
1: hi Georgie, how you doing? Yeah, if
2: it, I saw a scary clown in the f- sewer,
1: I'd be like, that's terrifying. You you but you then don't... if there's a regular clown, it doesn't belong there. Why is it there? But
0: you don't yeah. mug it order, Yeah.
2: But, geez, like, um, know. it does look really good. <laughs> I'm in. Okay, you gonna on. watch Penny or whatever that is it, it movie. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> probably, I'm
0: probably gonna have to ask you to like, work for me on that Thursday night because I'm gonna go to a midnight premiere. Sure, I guess. I'm like that excited.
2: Yeah, no, I can dig it. It's also yeah. I don't yeah. know why. It's also I, I can tell right now, but I keep reading this. It's just the kids'
0: story, right? Yeah. Yeah. The okay. part two is going to be the adults. I think
1: very, okay. very wise of them because I yeah. think that they're. I'm a they're resting, on like, they're gonna hold back a little bit because I would love to see if it succeeds. Who the casting for the adults are gonna be? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. Harry
1: Anderson and John Ritter.
2: Also, if this one's popular, if this one does well, um, the second part won't have as much clown. So, mm. and that's what, that's what the selling thing is. It's intertextuality, where they need to basically be like, it's about a clown. That's what people think it is. So, like, and that's what it's gonna be, where it's, and where, yeah, anyway.
1: Ryan, do you think I should finish reading the book before I see the movie, or should I see the movie first? Look how fucking long that is! I'm, you know, I'm uh, like, if, 40% through on my, my paperback. This is one of
0: those things where, like, I, the reverse, I think this book is, like, one of the, Best mm-hmm. ever. That's one of my favorite novels. It has everything I love. It's amazing. People t- teaming up together to fight a monster. You know, I've talked about this at length. Yes. I love that whole premise. And it's there's so much backstory and uh, character like... development. It is it is like a, a character study, essentially.
2: It's like L.A. Confidential. It, it's like the con- yeah. It's the the character study on like uh, an omnipotent, and omnipresent evil yeah. in like mm-hmm. a certain town. Uh, yeah. I really yeah. I I really enjoyed the skill in his writing it that like.
1: They don't trivialize like what's the name of the bully from their childhood?
0: Oh, Henry Bowers. Yeah,
1: that they don't that he they don't trivialize the possible evil of children, mm-hmm. and then they kind of allude like I again I have not finished reading it. I don't really know what happens, but then like they do one of those little did they know kind of things mm-hmm. like that's Stephen King and Joe Hill does very well to a lesser extent, but it, it, it builds up that oh this Henry Bauer kid, he's you, you know how and you'll see a movie about bullies and you're like man I just want to smack that kid Yeah. but it builds it up to be
2: so much more and bigger than that which is fucking cool well yeah, yeah it's about a cyclical violence it's about almost like like let the right one in or let me in mm-hmm. where like you see like they're like even like the bully kid who's sadistic he has like an old, he like he grew up in like a circumstance that created him into like this twisted kid yeah um, yeah King is great like that yeah. um, not to get too far into the book talk but yeah, yeah no he, he really is yeah
1: Ryan, any other topics you want to bring up for sex and violence
2: besides seeing anything good lately?
0: Um, or anything
2: you want to bring up for slow readers of fast-paced literature? No, uh, I did that
0: before. Okay. Um, <laughs> Damn it. Right. Uh, what did I see recently? Um, Dunkirk. I saw yesterday. I went to King of Prussia Was with... Was it a uh,
1: slam dunk Okay, uh, Oh, sir. Gay, <laughs> gay, gay, gay.
0: I went with our uh, our two previous guests, uh, Ryan Hill and Steve to King of Prussia, to see it in 70mm. My first time seeing a movie in that format. Um movie's amazing. It might have just been because it's on the big screen like that and I think that's how you're meant to see that movie. I can't see replicating the experience to quite the same effect at home. Mm.
2: I'll see it. Let's say that, let's say that it eventually because that's also a big thing I want to bring up with like uh, seeing things on the screen.
0: Yeah. Like there's there's numerous movies that um, yeah if you see like they just need to be seen on the big screen. Like I almost went and saw Jaws last night at oh, yeah, Steel uh, Stacks and I, I was just too tired from the day so i stayed home and well i didn't stay home i came and saw you to plan yeah. out today and then i came home and saw a kicking game yeah so uh dunkirk yeah that's what i saw recently really dug it and we saw did we see something else i think like i saw something else with you
1: oh um, we saw apes we talked about that okay yeah
0: that was i still haven't seen it i keep forgetting that's out it's good. yeah i feel like i saw something else new recently Maybe that I'm, I'm forgetting it's... but mm-hmm. yeah whatever i'll i'll bring it up another time if it's
2: Yeah, it's that important to me daniel our, our guest uh, in several hours i will be seeing dunkirk for the first time cool uh, i cannot wait to see it uh it i i am really i'm trying to like hold back my uh yeah, you love nolan i no, i do i probably I, I don't know anyone else who like loves nolan as much as me and i don't i, I don't know I, don't, I guess not everyone does but yeah i i do uh yeah, that was good for mm-hmm. radio, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the question actually? What else Should am I saying? Good Lily. Oh, um, I was catching up with Adventure Time, uh, which just uh-huh. actually started. It's uh, I just realized this. This what it's happening, and don't wrong, it's kind of off and on, and I don't know when like the new ep- next new episodes are gonna air. There's like a new episode every single day. Uh, is the final season? Oh, heavy. Yeah. Uh, well that's so, great news I can finally
1: like bury down and watch the whole thing
2: I guess so do I, so I, I feel about Game of Thrones I don't feel Game of Thrones too yeah I've been watching Game of Thrones but uh, same thing Where actually same thing with Game of Thrones it's, it, it's great it doesn't have the charm of when the show is as good as it was when you first like trailer just like every episode you watch you're just like I can't believe how good that is mhm it is running low, a bit, on Steam, and it's not, like, the show can't really surprise you all that much. True. Well, Talk. listeners,
1: that sound is on Ryan's helicopter
2: coming for him. Yep. Okay, yeah, I keep getting distracted because I'm just like, yeah. that noise yeah, is you know, building. I, I apologize it's like, to listeners, today is apparently
0: the day where the, no, uh, the, the helicopter's on the way, yeah. To, uh, There's just to helicopters, all helicopters all over the There's fucking place. There's
1: a helipad on the roof of Sex and Violence Studios. And I gotta be honest, I'm a real Henry Hill,
2: so. True. <laughs> Alright. But, but yeah, uh, Adventure Time, it's it's good. It's not as good as when I really loved it, but it's ending soon, and I can't wait for it to end because all good things need to have an end. They don't peer out like most But I thought the fun never so. ends. No, oh, the fun ends. I no. When has the fun never not ended? I
1: don't know. I was told to come grab my friends and go to very distant lands. What's is
2: that? Is that the theme song?
1: Adventure then.
2: Oh, the fun times never ends? Oh, that was a good point. I fucking wasn't... Fuck you! Point. Fuck you! Well, Fuck you! You. You, know, you know what, guys? Look, like, the, the, the fun never ends or anything never ends. The everything fun. Everything out. ends, especially fun. When is every, That's every? When has fun never not ended? That for Leo DiCaprio's character in uh, Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. The fun, the fun, it's still going dude. on. He went to jail, and he's he's Jordan Bel Belfort? Belfort. Belfort is doing fine, I'm sure, yeah. even after going to jail. And he's rich. Gabriel, yeah. What have you been watching or reading or whatever? Where, 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 this is Sex and Watching.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. I watched finally Tony Erdman, the movie. Like it was a oh, the
0: three-hour-long German movie. Yeah, it was a How big was jammer
1: it? at Kent. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it was a very very good movie. Okay. Um. It's interesting. It, it, it's set up like a... It has a sitcom premise, but it is a very deliberate and well-paced, quiet movie with a fucking ridiculous premise. It's, it's, it's surprising. Okay. It's a very deeply human, wonderful film. I can't actively recommend it to most people. Well, the premise is basically a young um, businesswoman who has a kind of straining relationship with her father, who's kind of like a practical joker. Mm-hmm. He's, he's kind of a goofball. He's not very funny. But, but he's, a, he's a weird dude. It's like dad humor. But yeah, I kind of dad that, humor, yeah. where he loves putting on his false teeth and like joking around with people. So when he kind of sees how like like misguided her life is, she just works, works, works. He pops into her life, Mrs. Doubtfire style, as this character, a life coach named Tony Erdman. He wears this ridiculous um, Angus Young wig and his false teeth. And you think this whole situation can be played for laughs, and it is sort of, but it's played very human and quiet, and I, it's a lovely movie. If you have three hours and you like very deliberate, slow-paced character pieces about people and family with a very quiet ending, mm-hmm. um, see it. If you, It's very arty, but also charming. I heard it was like a laugh riot. No, <laughs> it is not a
2: laugh riot. Okay. If you have, if you want to delay your suicide by three hours, watch Tony Urban. Or watch The Master or The Master. <laughs> Actually, it's only two and a half hours. Oh, okay. I want no. three hours. I don't want to kill myself yet.
1: Weirdly, a Tony Urban three hours doesn't feel like it to me. I feel like
2: I, I this feels like a breezy movie that just goes on by. Like Schindler's List. It's so fun. It just breezes by. Just, just kidding. Last, last. It's a real joy division. That's three hours and twenty minutes. By the way, keep forgetting. I have gifts for you all. Hooray! I brought for uh, Ryan here. What did I get you? White jazz. Uh, white jizz. The, the follow-up? The follow-up. That's okay. the fourth and final book of the first L.A. quartet. And Gabriel, as opposed to pulping these, I got you these. They were really cheap. <laughs> Thanks, man. <It's
1: laughs> true. He got me a lot of Winslow's books. They're the all really...
2: Savages, and I don't know what Death and Life of Bobby Z is. Uh, I think that's actually one of his uh, biggest books that was early on. That's well, the one that like, really made him successful. Thank uh, you, Daniel. Both clearly about weed sure well the one is a prequel to Savages about weed and Bobby Z has a picture of a marijuana, leaf. Of marijuana leaf.
1: listeners I'm a huge pothead everyone knows this Gabe loves pot it
2: definitely doesn't make me paranoid and psychotic Gabe truly believes that the solution to everything is just a toke up. a big old toke bro just a toke yeah. 420 Bam. the only time that matters
0: Sorry to wrap this up. Yep. Plug it up. Okay. Uh, you first, sir. Where can where can people find you? Uh, Instagram
2: and Twitter at TopGallantRadio. Radio. Uh, you can buy my uh, short novel called The Great Destroyer for $1. a dollar. Sea story. It's about dolphins. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Um. Or, well, it's maybe. about men fucking manatees. It's about men fucking manate. It's about men. Getting back for the sexual violence that porpoises have uh, perpetrated on human beings. So, mm-hmm. you know, just saying it's a real like a uh, no, that's too dark uh, You can also it's a real go, Miss 45. You can also go to uh, uh, in iTunes uh, Instagram, whatever. Yeah, I iTunes please, Ice cream. Let me say it again you can also find me at the, my regular show that I co-host with some jerk-off named Gabriel. O'Mara. fuck that guy. Called Slow Readers. We talk about books Let and cha-cha. reading and books and literature and, and our modern times. And we never talk about anything else other than just those. No. We'll never talk about Transformers
0: for an hour. Hmm. Nope. I'm done. Ryan? Uh, you can find uh, me operating the, the Twitters for us at SNV podcast, that's sex, uh, or S in sex, as in Nancy V, as in vicious podcast. Or sense. Or sense. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's very good. Big, Damn v. Damn Big v. I missed that. <laughs> um, yeah, I just got the Instagram, so be kind. Uh, I don't know how much posting I'll get to. I, I don't have a very active oh, Facebook so presence. Oh, Tango Like Cash.
2: Mm-hmm. Tango, the, Tango, you fo- Tango Like Cash. And I'm going to say, all you sex robots out there, start following him like crazy. Thank yeah. you much. Yeah, I, I
0: intend to have a more active, like, Presence on this than I do on Facebook or anything because I, I feel like this is a little bit more fun. Pictures yeah, it's more
1: visceral. Take pictures of it's, drinks it's and you know, people. Yeah, you don't just
2: need to like post up on Facebook. I just saw I, I just saw the new Game of Thrones and you know what? I don't see what all the fuck see, is Right about. now, like
0: the only reason Smiley I have Facebook face, is to watch people's lives fall apart via status updates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like a, a scavenger of human emotion, a vulture, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun to me. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't do anything with Facebook. So come get me on the Instagram and follow me and comment on things I do I on guess on Twitter yeah and for you sir ladies and gentlemen
1: you can find me on Twitter at gmara number 4 serious and on Instagram at tumble dry 5 wise both will take you to my Tumblr which is short fiction nonsense photographs cocktail recipes you can also listen to slow readers like if Daniel here mm. and you can also check out the sex and violence Instagram at sex and violence pod besides that I'm um, Come visit me and Ryan at the bookstore speakeasy. Um, Fridays and Saturdays in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, three three six Adams Street. Remember, review this show on iTunes and Stitcher, I guess.
0: Five stars, five stars. Five stars, five stars, five stars get time. you a drink.
1: Yes, five, five stars get you a drink. One star gives you
0: a look of disdain.
2: Yeah. Yes. If I, at one star, you get a look just like, who the fuck asked you to do? Who are you? One
0: star, we recommend you to the bar across the street. Yes. Yeah. That's about what we do. You'll kick you out, just
2: like Russell Crowe. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: um, uh, the next few weeks getting planned out. We're changing the format a little bit. Yeah. We are going to go. Oh, shit. Uh, a sex pick. A, a, violence a, a violence pick and kind of something a little bit more in like a punk rock yeah, kind of punky, feel. Yeah, punky, culty kind of feel. Yeah, punky, culty uh, kind of feel. So we're going to do get back to doing things the way we used to. Mm-hmm. You pick, I pick, that well, uh, BS. Yes. So I'm first up next week and mm-hmm. I have to do the sex pick.
1: It'll be a surprise. Like yeah, Ryan likes so, to spring on me.
0: Yeah, that's usually what it is. It's like the day of, I'm like, nope, nah, change my mind. We're watching mm-hmm. this. So I, I learned to stop teasing what we're going to watch. So <laughs> you, you know for sure it's going to be something sexy.
1: Excellent.
0: So, other than that, yeah. um, That was our show. That was our show. And and I would love to be back again. I said it like for like two months now. I would love to bring
2: Starship Troopers to the table, Mm -hmm. or a palate cleanser, Shin Godzilla, or thief uh, for reasons explain. or thief. thief. It's not as sexy or violent, but that would also be a fine palate cleanser. Businessman in their own Mm. way. It's not. Yeah, it's not as violent as as what this show pertains. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Starship Troopers is yeah, absolutely. It's,
1: It's afraid.
2: All right.
0: All right, you kids. Let's get out of here. I gotta go to work. So see
1: you next time, listeners.
0: Sex and violence. Enjoy Dunkers.